welcome to the Casual Anime Podcast for the 11th of February 2018, and the 5th episode of Darling in the Franks. Uh, I'm your usual host, Frederick, and with me as usual is Kashin. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, now I've been watching the Winter Olympics, and uh, I've come to the realization that we're basically anime now. I mean, <laughs> it was this skater who lost his silver medal by... Uh, to one thousandth of a second, there were the figure skaters dancing to Urian Ice. It was the cross-country skier who ended up uh, making this monumental comeback after falling only a few seconds into the race. I mean, all the narrative cliches, they're all there. So, <laughs> yeah, we're basically <laughs> anime now. Uh, but back to the world of fiction, I think. Or did you have any unique anime-esque experiences watching the Olympics? Uh, not really. There was a Swedish guy that uh, broke the the race of halfway, so... Yeah, always the Swedes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... I don't know. I really liked this episode. Because for the first time I got a real sense of anxiety for the well-being of our characters. I don't know. Uh, did you get any similar feelings? Yeah, I felt like it was taking a breather from uh, action and uh, exploring uh, settings and characters more. Yeah, and uh, although no fights and no action actually happened, uh, I felt that there was a lot more tension in this episode than anything else so far. Yeah. Because you always just assume that things are going to go the way of our characters in the previous episodes, but now uh, the stakes have been raised and things seem a little different. So, uh, well, I'll give you a brief rundown of the episode. Very brief. Yeah. So, uh, the Strelisa debacle from the last episode seems to have magically resolve itself. Uh, it doesn't seem to be a problem anymore, doesn't exist. And then we finally get to the kissing, uh, or docking between two plantations. Wait, I don't think I can say <laughs> docking either, because that's even worse. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. At least in this context. Yeah, don't uh, from the China. Don't, the don't Urban Dictionary docking. Uh, FYI. Um, and um, the squad from uh, Plantation 13 finally get to meet their counterparts from... Uh, Plantation 26, and they are now expected to hold the line while uh, the kissing occurs and uh, the plantation refuels. And uh, a lot of tension arises from all of this, so that's basically the gist of the episode. So let's break it down. Yeah. You have a place you want to start because there's a lot to discuss here. Well, kissing. What is kissing? Well, it's basically just a fancy way of two plantations uh, sharing their precious magma fuel resources. Yeah, or uh, I don't know what you call it when two boats hook up on the uh, at sea. It's probably some kind of a technical term for it, but I think it's just basically the same. Yeah, and uh, and as we see in this episode. It's not uh, only the the fuel resources they uh, share. They share uh, 
battle experience and uh, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, they're all part of the same nation, though. So. Yeah, but these people have never met anyone else. So. Uh, the kids from. Yeah. Third. And uh, but they've certainly heard of each other because it seems like Hero's reputation has preceded him. Yeah, he's the only one that has named uh, the other parasites. And uh, I think they've said this earlier too, but only now is it truly emphasized how unique that is and how little the individual is actually in focus and how low the probability of surviving actually is. So maybe Hero was wrong all along. The key to survival isn't to get in the Franks. <laughs> or I mean, well. if, uh, I mean, the, the odds of survival outside the Franks must be absolutely abysmal if he thinks that his only key to survival is uh, being able to pilot one. Yeah. And you can basically say uh, humanizes his fellow pilots. Yes, and I don't know why uh, Nana and the other uh, mission control guy lets all this go on. But they're obviously part of the same school of thought as Hero, but I would have thought it would reflect badly on them if they get a lot of individual uh, parasites who are uh, hell-bent on doing their own thing and maybe start to question orders and so on and so forth. Because in a totalitarian society, that's going to be problematic. Yeah, and maybe that's why this Papa figure has taken a shine on Hero. <laughs> because they don't do the things uh, the others do. They're special. In a way. And uh, while we're on the subject of uh, Nana and the other guy, we hear um, the squad leader from uh, Plantation 26 say uh, they, uh, there's no adult uh, Frank's pilots. Yes, so there's your a lot theory of implications was, there. And your theory was that uh, they were uh, former partners. Uh, was it? Yeah. Oh. I might have just <laughs> forgotten that, but, uh... I would have thought she was a pilot, uh... But is the implication that all of the pilots die before they reach adulthood, or is it the implication that adults can't pilot? Hmm. Well, because the pilots here too had uh, in the beginning. He was kind of old. Well, maybe but, he, his aging process was uh, sped yeah, up that, by... Uh, yeah, and, and, uh, and that's uh, what they said uh, earlier in uh, episode 4, or that uh, when Hero ride with uh, Zero 2, he didn't uh, age at all. Yeah, and there's a couple of interesting uh, developments uh, regarding Hero's health. Yeah. That are absolutely mind-boggling. And... He got an STD from Zero Two. Uh, yes. 
<laughs> but he probably had some uh, uh, some uh, factor, some genetic uh, factor himself that made him react to zero two that way, because he yeah. reacts differently to everyone else and. They mention yellow blood cells, and that doesn't even exist, does it? Yeah, it it's it can be uh, another word for uh, yellow bone marrow. Uh, well, maybe. But it's the one that produces fat and cartilage and bone. Uh, but uh, I don't I don't think it's uh, it's uh, genetic or uh, no uh, possible in human nature to. So, to so you're saying he's part Claxosaur too? Well, there's the possibility uh, that think... uh, he's transforming into one. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's more likely. He's probably going to turn into some uh, half-human, half Texas or hybrid. Yeah. Hm. So, uh, that's my take on it. Um, and he doesn't look healthy at all. Oh, he has uh, some blue blob uh, thing. Yeah, it looks like some kind of uh, <laughs> lack of circulation, but yeah, I don't. Think I don't, I don't know enough. the, I don't know the the biology of uh, Strelisa flower, if it uh, emits uh, blue tree sap or something. Uh, in that way, you can explain why he has gotten it, or if it's just he a coincidence. Probably got it from the kiss, I would reckon. <laughs> and Ooh. it has uh, been accelerated by uh, his latest ride with Zero Two. Yeah, I would think. So um, when uh, when they said that, oh, a hero is going to be totally fine and nothing is going to happen on the third time. Well, things are probably going to happen on the third time. But probably not what we're expecting. He's probably gonna yeah. have to overcome something, and he's probably gonna end up passing out. But they're probably still gonna manage to pull through, and they're probably still gonna be a duo afterwards. Yeah, it's, it's twenty-four episodes, so <laughs> you wouldn't kill a hero uh, just yet. Yeah, and. Mm. There might actually be some partner changes on the horizon, though. Um, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That garden scene between uh, Mitsuru and Kokoro seemed uh, <laughs> pretty interesting. Well, Hero I broke mean, him uh, down so much that they had to take pills. Yeah. I mean, the group dynamic is falling apart at the seams. Or, there are these three leader figures who are trying so desperately to... Uh, portray uh, strength outwards but they're so troubled yeah, and you see this with uh, Goro too yeah. Ichigo's partner Goro, Ichigo and Hiro Ichigo the actual leader hero, the kind of spiritual leader yeah, and former Goro, leader the kind of right hand man of Ichigo yeah and they all have dis different takes on how they're gonna uh, solve the problem and 
they all think that they should be the sole uh, bearer of this burden. Yeah. Um. And previously I said that Hero was so stupid, but I mean, so is everyone else. I mean, uh, I don't know if I would have known the actual right thing to say in this situation, but maybe the truth would actually have helped. Like, uh, <laughs> I feel like shit. I don't know <laughs> why I have this blue thing. Um, but please trust in me and we'll do our best. Maybe that would actually have helped. Well, uh, it's not in uh, Hero's character or nature. Uh, you see, when in the first episode he was, he was gonna kill himself, uh, going down with uh, Naomi, because uh, there was connection issues. Yeah, but how long so, can they continue emphasizing the individual? I mean, it's all coming apart at the seams by now. It's is it the fairy tale that they tell themselves to? kind of get uh, Zorome and the more gullible children through through the day because it seems like a very harsh reality and I don't know how how much even Zorome can believe it in the long run yeah and, and Zorome has a code name 666 something's bound to happen to uh Something special to him. Yeah, he's probably slated for greatness. <laughs> yeah. Great evil. Number of the beast. Um, you know, uh, do you think Hero is thinking he's gonna die after the third time? Because um, it, it kind of looks like he is having doubts, doubts again. I don't think he cares at this point. I mean, he had his chance, he's going to give it his all. Yeah. And uh, even, I think it's a little out of character when he goes in to, protect, uh, to uh, White Knight for Zero Two. <laughs> she says yeah. that, uh, or it was actually pretty ironic when uh, Squad uh, 26 basically tells Squad 13 that they're trash and then they have the same message thrown right back in their face by zero two. <laughs> yeah, weaklings. Yeah, it might be just a tad uh, poetic. And um, Plantation Thirteen is, uh, as they say, a hostly assembled squad. And are they doing uh, research on these kids' uh, experiments to see? Well, it doesn't seem very scientific because, because they yeah. don't really intervene. They get all this info, but then they don't do anything with it. I mean, you could do so much good with this info. Yeah, and why would you create uh, all these characters, or not characters, all these humans' uh, parasites, and and you know how to create Zero Two, or mix races? I think only Ape knows that, or whatever yeah. he's called. The creepy hmm. guy from the first episode. Yeah. I think he's the mad genius scientist we're going to see more of later.
what do you think about the last scene? Uh, the slap? No, uh, Hero and uh, Zero Two. Oh. Uh, after the, the slap. After the, the after effects of the slap. Uh, I like the fact that Zero Two had stayed out all night, uh, enjoying the rain. Yeah. Uh, but... I think the rain could have been mentioned earlier, perhaps. Maybe in an earlier episode, because... When we start the episode with Zero Two asking for rain when she's on the tour of the facilities, then it comes back again in the same episode. I don't know if that it would have the same, or it would have more impact if it was referenced earlier. Yeah. I think. And Zero Two likes to take bath to uh, get the smell of her or something. But uh, yeah. basically, Ichigo was uh, <laughs> saved by the bell, saved by the rain. <laughs> yeah. A random occurrence of rain. <laughs> or do you think they schedule it? Or uh, they're monitoring it? I don't think. I think that was pretty random. Yeah. Um, but maybe it was scheduled for them, but yeah. it would still be random, right? Yeah. While we're on the topic, we should uh, discuss the devil horns. Yeah. And uh, it's some kind of Klaxus uh, or Suppressor. Or... Yeah, the cover for them. The co- yeah, the cover. Yeah. And That's... do they stop the blood flow or something? Well. Is she 100% Klaxus or blood? all the time? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But it certainly unleashed her more feral side when the horns were knocked off, and uh, she looked ready to tear Ichigo apart. Yeah. But I thought she actually liked Ichigo for, like, respected her, kind of. Because she tasted her and thought she was uh, (laughs) worthy, in some sense. But uh, she's uh, getting in her way. Yeah, she's uh, very obsessive and very possessive, too. Yeah. And um, it's basically the he, he belongs to me versus he doesn't belong to anyone. And, <laughs> and I mean, I guess Ichigo is right, but... Uh, that's not gonna fly for her. That's not gonna fly for Zero Two. No, and the hero can decide for himself what to what to do. Well, can he though? It's basically become uh, the lapdog of uh, Zero Two. <laughs> yeah, so but you yeah. saw the breakfast scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was kind of romantic. No, you don't think so. Well, I thought the only interesting part was that uh, Zoro may showed once again that he's a child. He doesn't <laughs> comprehend anything. Yeah. Yeah, he's quite jealous. And I don't think he really likes his partner. Well, I think 
they're both kind of childish, so I think they probably fit each other the best out of the people they have. Yeah. Um, the other major thing I noticed during breakfast was uh, they uh, gave a prayer to Papa, and that was creepy as fuck. I mean, echoes of Comrade Lenin. Yeah, it was kind of dark. <laughs> uh. Oh, praise Papa. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Yeah, what the, what did they say, Papa? Uh, don't keep Papa thirsty or something. Oh yes, it was. Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> probably I don't, I don't interpreted know. Interpreted sexual too, yeah, like everything yeah. in this anime. Yeah, and it was kind of low on uh, sexual uh, puns. Uh, this episode, at least for the for the others one, there were. Quite yeah, a lot. it was kind of like the only was the kissing thing, and you know what kissing is, and of course I know what kissing is. Yeah. How, how couldn't I know what kissing is? We all know what kissing is. No, you don't. <laughs> but... Oh, and, and in that scene, uh, there's some interesting imagery actually. You see, um, a Mitsuru. Uh, as far away as possible from his partner. And in the next scene, he's also not on the couch with everyone else. They have like this round sofa thing that everyone's sitting on, and he's sitting, uh, he's standing by the window looking away. Hmm. That was a nice touch, and it's very obvious. So. Yeah. <clears throat> and I interrupted Create some you, distance. So. Yeah, and I don't remember what I was going to say, so... Uh... Uh, kissing? Uh, no. No kissing. <laughs> no. Um, do you think uh, Zero Two is uh, schizophrenic? Because she, she kind of changes her tone very easily. Um, I think she... Attitude. She holds her identity, or she values her identity. She wants to be human, but she also likes to be different, I guess. Yeah. Um, and she also asks Ichigo, what are human to you? Or I think she, I don't think she actually cares about being human. I just think she wants to be equal to, um, um, to, um, Hero and wants Hero to see her as a his human. darling. Yeah. <laughs> and if they can have some kind of meaningful um, peer to peer thing <laughs> going on, <laughs> and she'll be satisfied and she won't care about anyone else. Yeah. But anyway, they didn't talk about running away this episode, so. Uh, you think there's going to be any running away? No. Because they got the most important job for holding back, uh, was it 100 Klaxosaurs? 150. Yeah, and that is really ridiculous off right off the bat because one, 
Um, Zoromate, why are you offended that you're um, you're assigned to backline duty? You couldn't even handle one Klaxosaur. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And uh, if this is uh, humanity's only line of defense, you're seriously doomed. I mean, this is never gonna work. You're gonna lose every <laughs> single of your single one of your parasites. Yeah. And there's no butt handlebars this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, mostly just talking. Yeah, so there's they can't make the. You know, this anime is only butts. <laughs> there's like uh, mental breakdowns and talking, basically. Yeah. And uh, furthermore. Um, I think I think they mentioned it, uh, Squad Twenty Six, that all their um, pranks looked the same. Or yeah. was it was it that they implied, or was it something else? Because I think uh, I think the reason why, or actually, I don't really know now because. <laughs> I thought the Franks only took the appearance of the girls, but apparently, if Squad Twenty Six's uh, Franks all look the same, uh, that is really surprising. Maybe yeah. it's the bodily features that are different too. I mean, and the faces aren't necessarily the same. Hmm. Well, it's yet another tick in the column of uh, individuality is uh, the way to go, apparently. <laughs> I mean, if you can have a diversity in how the Franks looks, you can achieve a lot more if you have a team, right? Yeah. Well, I don't quite know well, about the... Results based, it doesn't seem to work at all, though, so... Uh... But yeah, do you think they can hold back 150 Klaxosaurs? Yeah, of course. Uh, it's gonna be a total, uh, total control. But um, most uh, Klaxosaurs are gonna go for zero two, and a hero. Yeah, and they're think, gonna um, have a field day. And yeah, and I think uh, zero two is gonna go all out this time. Uh, so it it will be fun to watch. Uh, what will happen to Hero? Yeah, he's gonna be in a lot of pain, I, I'll predict. Yeah. Mm. So how did you f uh, how did you like the dress uniforms? We saw them for a few seconds, but they were pretty cool, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so especially contrasted with the like cylindrical hats of the. Uh, <laughs> the commander type guy that looked like uh, I don't know how it looked, but it was totally ridiculous. Yeah. And in his speech, he called them strong, and I couldn't help laughing because, well, they're weak. <laughs> yeah, they're weak. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, it was mentioned that uh, it was uh, kind of a moral boost uh, thing that the adults needed the kids to pilot the Franks because they couldn't. 
Um, yeah, I hope we get some kind of uh, more detailed explanation for that because I'm getting confused. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just so much information in this episode that you kind of need to see it twice to get all the details. Um. Yeah, but that being said, I don't think the way we're watching it right now is the ideal way. And um, I guess we'll keep doing this, but uh, <laughs> I would much rather prefer every episode to come out and so we can binge <laughs> it because this this way of watching is kind of kind of feel I'm losing something. Hmm. You forget things week uh, week to week, right? Yeah. Uh, that is true, uh, but I kind of also like uh, you have to think back how the last episode went and uh, yeah. And yeah, uh, we I haven't. I would uh, mention it. So. Uh, yeah, and we haven't talked about the Goro scene uh, in the end when uh, Ichigo comes back from a uh, feud with the. Uh, too. Yeah, that was an, a fun little confrontation. Yeah. And it's basically everything is as fast has to be done in secret, so the rest of the group don't doesn't find out that there's turmoil. But there's turmoil and everywhere. Just let the anarchy loose. It's, yeah, and I felt kind of it gave Guru off as a pussy character. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, he stretched his arm out and suddenly just retracted to not uh, hold around Ichigo when she was uh, sad. Yeah, but I think he does a lot of that. But, but he did uh, he did actually voice his concerns. He said, like, yeah. you should talk to Hiro because he doesn't listen to me. Maybe he'll listen to you. And uh, Ichigo brushed him off then, so maybe she f he thought she would do the same now. Yeah. And do you I kind of like gonna uh, affect their uh, performance uh, in the next battle. Yeah, uh, obviously. Uh, and uh, and the same with uh, Mitsuru and Kokoro. The other team. Uh, the little chubby guy and uh, the girl, they're, they're getting along. But I thought... Wait, what is the pairings? I thought it was Kokoro and the chubby guy. No, it's Kokoro and uh, Mitsuru. Really? I thought it was yeah. the glasses girl and Miss Mitsuru. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, so... Uh... That's why sure. I suggested maybe a partner change would be at hand soon, but who knows. Hmm. Oh, and by the way, what was that um, a butterfly analogy stuck yeah, in spider the spider's eating. web? Spider eating the butterfly. I, I felt it was zero to uh, any hero. Yeah, but is uh, is Hero gonna emerge as a beautiful human Klaxosaur hybrid? 
coming out of this cocoon? <laughs> is this some kind of metaphor for metamorphosis or something? I don't know. Hmm. There's probably something there that we don't realize. Yeah. Because I don't think he feels like he's trapped by Zero Two. No, because he wants to ride with yeah, her. Yeah, he says he needs to. He says he feels good, but yeah, his body feels crap. I guess. And uh, and uh, Zero Two also says that uh, it hurts like hell, doesn't it? The blue thing. Yeah, and she obviously knew what was going on. Yeah. I think she has faith in uh, Zero Two. I, she has faith in Hero. So maybe it was the wrong thing to say to Ichigo that if he dies, he dies. Kind of like uh, <laughs> Rocky uh, yeah, Four. Kind of like Rocky Four. Dolph Lundgren. That's a great movie. <laughs> Yeah, off topic. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I was referencing that, so <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, you just thought yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> no, I forgot which Rocky movie. Yeah, okay. Uh, our last episode, we also discussed Zero Two's humanity, and uh, there's something very important we forgot. Oh? And it happened in the first episode, I think. Maybe the second one. I think both of them. Um, it's the scene where um, Astralisia is uh, fighting the first Klaxosaur, and it has taken a kind of a Klaxosaur form on all fours, and then Zero, uh, then Hero gets in, and it gets more of the Frank's um, form that we're used to, on two legs and uh, with a face. Yeah. And so I, I think that implies that Zero Two was basically solo piloting, uh, and that the guy was just dead weight. And then when Hero enters the equation, does she turn into more of a human, or does she get more human? Yeah, or the power level is uh, uh, equal, enhanced. Yeah. Or it could just be that it's a special form for when she. Is sucking the yellow blood cells or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that definitely speaks to Hero being some kind of a catalyst or something. Yeah. And uh, and as I said, we don't really know what uh, makes the features of the. Uh, Frank's, uh, yeah, why they're so different. Yeah, we've got a lot of questions answered, but a lot more questions uh, have to be asked. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't think I have anything else, uh, do you? No. Uh, I thought we did kind of good. Talked about. Uh, I remember there was uh, one moment where some music started playing, and I thought it was pretty cool. But I don't remember. It was uh, when uh, when it happened. And Ichigo and Zero Two. It was kind of. Oh yeah, it was that. I think it was yeah. the same from the first episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's basically it. Um, should we wrap this up? 
Yeah. You want to tease our next project? Uh, I don't know what the next project is. You don't remember the name, seriously. It's the Garden uh, of Words. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes, by uh, Makoto Shinkai. Okay. And it'll probably cool. be around Valentine's Day, and that's probably a very bad idea because uh, he has never made. Or only once he has managed to make a romantic movie that has a happy ending, so. Uh, there's that. <laughs> Follow us on SoundCloud, follow us on Twitter. Casual anime pod. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, goodbye.